how I know I'm getting old now because Halloween is one of my most. I get so irritated about it. You know <laughs> why? Because it's, you know it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of unknowns. It's it's uh you know people are in the street. They wearing masks. You know they might be up to all type of mischief. You know, um, I pay taxes. We, I might, hey, you know, <laughs> and then and then a lot of the stores close early because they don't want to deal with the shit. You know, yeah, that's true. Just like, we God. were, um, we were, we go to my my friend Rob's uh, uh, house because he has he and his wife have two little kids, and so we go help them like hand out candy because they have they live in like the nice neighborhood with all the where all the parents bring their kids for trick-or-treating and um when we got there there was somebody there's like an amazon delivery uh driver who was going through making deliveries and we're like can you imagine a more nerve-wracking fucking time to be driving an amazon delivery truck through a neighborhood as dusk on halloween day when there's like eight-year-old kids just darting into the street yeah yeah that sounds like a nightmare and, and can you imagine a worse time to be waiting on a package? I mean, <laughs> every shitty child that within a five-mile radius is walking up on your front porch. And then sometimes, and what a lot of companies are doing now to save money, they're, they're shipping shit in the box that it came in. Oh, yeah, I, yo, I bought a, uh, I bought a daggone, what do you call it? I bought a daggone, uh, you know, I told you I, I, I bought a a, a a 4K Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker came in the box, just with the with the shipping label on the box that it came that it comes in, like pl- obvious, totally obvious what's in the box, sitting that's on my so porch. Stupid. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, there's a there's like a crazy paper shortage right now, so maybe that's why. Man, they're doing that. No, that's for the rest of the world. Ain't no paper. Ain't no shortages in America. It's just. A, oh yeah, there a is a shortage of common sense. There's a. I believe that they have shortages really? for the election coming up because they need like, uh, some. They use something like thirty million tons of paper every election cycle. That's because, insane. Yeah, because they have to have paper ballots and they have to have paper forms for everything to keep track of where all the votes are and they have mail-in ballots and they have test ballots and they have all these different things oh yeah not to mention well, you know, not, not not to mention flyers and lawn signs and all kinds of crap well, yeah well that's what i'm saying they can cut it out with this shit they keep sending me <laughs> if i get one more email from a politician i don't fucking care i don't care what you say your platform is you know you know they, you can't tell if these people are on the up and up you just can't no, I, you know what? You know how I decide who to vote for? I, I, look, mm. I look in their eyes. <laughs> I look in their eyes, and whatever I feel in my spirit, I say yay, nay. I don't even always fill out the ballot. Some, it's like if I if I look at the ballot and I'm like, I haven't heard of either one of these motherfuckers. I don't I don't vote for them. Okay, okay, yeah. Fair enough. I find it increasingly difficult to be <clears throat> to be a comfortable cynic and. A, a responsible voter. Do you think that the responsible choice can be to not vote? Mm. 
Yeah. Well, look, man. You know, you know, you know how I feel about all, all these types of questions. Um, is at the end of the day, the most important thing in the world when it comes to you making decisions about your life is that you are able to live with the kind of piece of shit that you become, you know, as a result of that choice. It's like, can I live with being that person? And if you, you know what I'm saying? If it, because I, I, I came to the same conclusion when it came to the vaccine, you know, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I can't be mad at a motherfucker for not believing some shit. You know what I mean? Sure. I, yeah. I, it's like, especially from an, an organization that routinely lies to them. Yeah. You know, because the, let's let's face it, you know, the average American is not as scientifically literate as one would hope. I, I mean, just the basics. Right. You know, and, and <clears throat> so you can't expect a motherfucker that's because I'm the only reason I'm scientifically literate is because I love science. Like, I love that shit. But the average person, you know, it, it, it's impossible to explain virology to them if it's not their jam. Right. And so they count on these officials telling them what's what. And then every year, more than once a year, we find out these motherfuckers ain't telling the truth. Or they hiding mm-hmm. something, or something get revealed, or somebody making money on the side. And so it's like, you can't be mad at the average motherfucker for being now. I, that's one thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't judge a motherfucker for not, uh, for, for being skeptical of the COVID vaccine. But I, I don't I don't consider those people to be anti-vax. To me, the, the anti-vax people and the people that I vehemently disagree with are the people that are against every vaccine. Like before this. <laughs> right. You know, right. it's like, wait a minute, hold on, motherfucker. This, 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 it's pretty settled. You know, it's pretty settled that this shot will keep you from getting polio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you better get that MMR vaccine be- if you're gonna be- go because, to because, school. Because listen, you could cause 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 I got friends that's that's hella, you know, against the vaccine or they skeptical, hella skeptical of it. And every time anything happened to anybody, they be like, I bet was they vaccinated? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I told him I told the motherfucker about offset getting shot, he was like, he was vaccinated, huh? <laughs> no, it wasn't offset, it was takeoff, my bad. But it's like, yeah, they everything is a vaccine. But and that's that's one thing, okay? But uh I mean, I'm, we all heard about Nancy Pelosi's husband getting attacked by a hammer wielding maniac. I promise you Nancy Pelosi's husband was vaccinated. Yep, I bet they both was vaccinated. Their house was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But you know, I do know that like there's a there's a polio outbreak right now in places uh, where you know some of these anti-vax people are concentrated, and I'm pretty sure everybody that got polio ain't vaccinated against polio, against polio. Mm-hmm. I don't got polio, and I'm not scared of it either. You know. I put it to you like this here. I put it to you like this here. Maybe the vaccine causes some health problems that they're not telling you about. I, I, I can. That's feasible to me. Better watch out, dude. Um, because the, because that, that new 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 report just dropped about the DHS not allowing any misinformation or disinformation. Uh, yeah, but you know, um, I'm monetized, bitch. <laughs> Long as YouTube don't give a fuck, I'm I'm saying what I want to say. But someone somewhere made may have made the calculation that. 
whatever side effects may be are worse than, are, you know, are worse than um, letting COVID proliferate, right? And they may be lying to you because they think it's in the interest of everybody. You know, that, that's perfectly feasible to me. It's not like it hasn't happened before, right? Um, but well, but that goes back to what you were saying about part of the issue is that people, the average person is not a virologist. The average person is wired in such a way that, you know, human beings aren't very good at balancing statistical probabilities against one another. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Right. Well, yeah, that's why we have science in the first yeah. place. And that's another thing, too. A lot of people talk about science as though it's a... It's like a belief system. And it and it, it's really just a method. It's a method to extract as much bias as possible from the process. That's why you can't just... You know, that, that's why a lot of these news outlets that, like, rely on one study or two studies that like they report the findings of some study they're being disingenuous because they know if it's not if it's not peer reviewed and thoroughly so you know it, it it's not settled science it's like if you if you do an experiment i got to be able to do that same experiment and get the same results mm-hmm. and then he got to be able to do that same experiment and get the same results before we say is this and that you know what i mean so Anyway, my point is, <clears throat> I find that overall in my life, the vaccines I've gotten, and some of them have made me sick like temporarily, but they work more often than almost any other precautionary thing I do. They come in right. it comes in handy more than my insurance. It comes in handy more than that, whatever the fuck the bank does to prevent fraud on your card. That, in fact, every time that has kicked in, it's always just hindered me. It's never, ever <laughs> helped me out. No, the bank has never called, like, I, <laughs> the bank's never called me and be like, yo, somebody is trying to use your card. And it's been, it's been not me. You know? Right. Every single time the bank tries to help me. <laughs> I'm in the grocery store by my house where I buy groceries every week and I'm getting declined like a peasant. So it's every single time it's a false positive. Yeah, and I got to sit there and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me get my other card. Okay, wait, let me try one more time. Damn, I got money. I I don't look. (laughs) Look at my balance. You got to show the bit. Look, I'm not. I'm. I'm not a deadbeat, I promise you. Yeah, bro, you should have saw how long it took me. I was in Florida recently, and this shit happened. I was trying to catch an Uber to the club. And I, I was trying to catch the Uber on a, on a Saturday. So I'd already done it on Friday. I tried mm-hmm. to catch the Uber on Saturday. No, 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 no. Boom. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. No. I'd already caught Ubers on Friday and Saturday. This was Sunday. I was going to the airport. Oh, this is high stakes. Yeah. And I tried to catch an Uber and it was like declined. I'm like, what? What the fuck you mean? I call I call Chase. They don't know what's going on. It, it like it took me probably about 45 minutes to realize that what that what had happened was that be like because I moved because I because I moved to Texas and I changed my address to Texas, the zip code was wrong in my Uber account on my card. 
and 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 see, and the problem with that is when I first when I first moved and I changed it, I went in Uber and changed it, but it was getting declined because the bank hadn't even though it was showing on my account, they hadn't actually changed it. So I changed it back to the old one, to my old address. So my card would work. And then in this one situation, if switched over, I had no idea. It had been weeks. And man, I was furious. Oh, anyway. Uh, right before we started the, the pod, I got this um I got this article in my feed. This is the one you just sent to me? Yeah. Ford targets quiet quitters with new policy that could see underachievers lose their severance. Rest in peace, take off, by the way. That shit's tragic to the motherfucker. You know, you know, did you hear about this? Uh-uh. TMZ. So, uh, so you know the rapper Migos, the rap group Migos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one of them, uh, so they apparently they were at a party or something, at a bowling alley or something, in a di- and, and a, there was a shooting over a dice game. Oh, and I don't Lord. even know if they were involved in the game or just, you know, but it was like, yeah, guy, guy, guy got shot and killed. And then these motherf- and then the people around was like videotaping it. And then, Jesus. yeah, and then TMZ puts the shit out of, of, he, of his dead body. Yeah, they, ca- they caught some backlash. And I, and I don't think TMZ, I, have, I can't remember the last time people have been upset with TMZ. You know, like it's been a while. It's been a I mean, while I, I, since. I I I I totally understand why you would film this thing. I mean, that's actually pretty useful when there's like an accident or something that there's like footage of it for. No, but no, le- but see, no, listen, you filming it is one thing. You filming it and posting it—that's a whole different no, thing. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Selling it to TMZ or posting it on fucking Instagram or something like that—that's a—that's a different situation. I'm saying that. I'm saying that when there when there's like an accident that happens or whatever and people whip out their phones and start filming I'm fine with that if you're doing it for the right reasons no no not not but this is this is a murder or at least a manslaughter I feel like because you know I, I I think it depends on your constitution you know what I mean I, I'm Mr. Mind My Business when it come when it come to all that kind of shit I'm not trying to fly nowhere and testify you know what I mean I'm not trying to have my name in the middle of no shit not your monkey, not your circus. I mean, it's not even that. It's not, you know, it's not that I don't care, but it's like, you know, if I just watch somebody get killed, it's like they dead. I gotta live. So I'm not, you know, it's like, you know, and and this is a public establishment. It's just probably on tape. It's hundreds of witnesses. Is and there and it's ninety five people around with their phones out anyway. It's not gonna be mine. I don't even want that shit. I'm not trying to have no memories of it. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to send it to no prosecutor. You know, I'm like, I'm not trying to. I mean, and 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 that's fucked up. Like, I know that's fucked up because I hear people complain all the time about why people don't help other people and in situations like that. But it's like, I think it just depends on how you've lived. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's just weird because I always had this argument. I had this one, this one like hardcore feminist friend that's always like. You know, when something happens to a woman, they go and the, and look at the men just standing around, or or something like that. You know, and it's like, hey man, it's certain places where you got to mind your motherfucking business. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck is going on over there. You know, it's like, yeah, you see a man hitting a woman and you've been told that you're supposed to step in, but you might be stepping in the middle of some shit you ain't ready for. And she ain't going to help you. <laughs> that Like, that's my policy. If I see a man fucking with a woman, if I see her throw a punch, I'm in there with you, baby girl. But if you ain't if you ain't got no fight in you, I'm not getting fucked up or possibly crippled or killed for a stranger that ain't that ain't they ain't willing to fight for themselves even a little bit. Well, a lot of people have this assumption that they understand the context of anything that they come to at any point in that process. Yeah, because you know why? Because it's the sort of people doing all that talking are the sort of people that ain't ever been in no real situation like that. They've never, you know, <clears throat> Like it, like I'm saying, like it's different for it, people that grow up around violence have an appreciation for it, and and I don't need, I don't necessarily mean just from the hood. I, I I mean any kind of violence, even if you was like training taekwondo or jujitsu or wrestling or whatever. It's like if you've been face to face with real, like somebody really fucking you up, then you have an appreciation for that shit about to happen. These motherfuckers that's never been in no conflict. But they, but they, they, they don't know. They don't know, know that there's a difference between how the fuck you gonna behave in your head. Mm-hmm. That's a movie scene. But when, but when that danger right here, and you got all kind of chemicals and and shit f- pumping through your veins and your shit shaking, that's when you know for real, for real. You have you haven't been tested. You don't get to judge other people. I'm sorry. If you have you haven't been tested, you don't get to judge other people. It reminds me a lot of the, um, you know who Kitty Genovese was? No. It's a it's a famous story. It was a woman who was murdered in New York City, and um, and at the time they, the story was that there had been like almost like forty people who saw it happen, and she was crying for help. And oh, yeah. nobody oh, did yeah. anything. I do remember that, but it was like her built in her building, right? Yeah, I think it was in an alleyway that there were buildings on either side. And what's interesting right. about it is that later on they did some more investigation of it. They found out that um, that those facts were not actually true. Like the story as it had been told was not actually true. But the psychological effect that's named after it is real. So it's kind of one of those weird situations where the Kitty Genovese effect is real, but... Kitty Genovese herself is not an example of it, uh, but basically the idea the idea behind it is that um, uh, when an accident happens and there's a critical mass of people around it, nobody does anything because they just kind of assume that somebody else has already done something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so you, somebody can be in an accident and it might be an hour before nine one one gets called because everybody else assumes somebody else already called nine one one. Yeah, I, I I just read something the other day about this where it was like um, like the best thing to do in that situation is like. Don't ask people to do things. Just tell people to do things. Right. Just go. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't say if some somebody call them when you go. You call. Yeah. You call nine one one. You get hot water. You get. T- yeah. Yeah. You gotta hop yeah. in. There. I mean, listen. I, I, I and I'm not. I'm not a monster. I, I believe in helping people when you can, when you have it within you to help. You know, I wouldn't just sit right. there and let somebody. I would just not call nine one one if somebody was in an accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, but, right. Right. But right. I, I'm I'm talking about jumping in the middle of conflict for other people on other people's behalf. That's all I'm talking about. That ain't always a smart move, you know. And, yeah, and, and, I, I'm, I'm I'm out of the vigilante game. Yeah, and you ain't always gonna come out the hero, neither. 
you know? You you imagining yourself coming out the hero, you you know. You might be another motherfucking statistic out here. And it and it might be well deserved. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, mind your business. This is a skill we need to it, it needs to be a whole class in school about this. <laughs> mind your motherfucking business. I you know, last night I so I had a I had a crazy uh day yesterday. And you know, you ever had one of them days where you 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 pass out mad early? Like I I fell asleep at like six yeah. six p.m. or something like that. You know, so I wake up at like one two in the morning. I'm thirsty, and I can't walk to the corner store because it's closed because everything around here fucking closes. And I, so I I gotta walk up the street to the Seven Eleven, man. And I get back around my neighborhood, and it's an old it's an old motherfucker walking outside, which is weird because I don't I don't, I don't think I've seen any old people around here. This this because this is like a suburb like right outside the college, mm-hmm. so you know you I don't you just don't see it's just all young younger people, <laughs> you know and uh, and this motherfucker was like, hey you live around here I'm like, and this is this is not the first time in my life this has happened to me, you know it's like yeah and he's like well what you up to I'm like I'm minding my motherfucking business, that's always my response to that, hey you said this was an older gentleman yeah it was an older older gentleman older gentleman. He was, he was black. He was white. He was what? Uh, he he had an accent. Um, so I'm, he was almost definitely white, but I don't know if he would say he was white. He might say he was whatever the fuck, Greek or something. But <clears throat> that's happened to me before. That's happened to me in my driveway. With like not not here, but when I lived in San Diego, that happened to me. And and this was he and this dude was one of those. Uh, he was he was one of those. Like a like a retired cop, like an old retired cop, and they, they give them like a, a car, but they you know they can't they they don't have they're not an officer, but they can like it's got a little yellow light on top of it, whatever. And I forget what they call it. It's like, but it's like old. Oh wow, old, I didn't know about this. Yeah, it's like old cops get to, you know, they can't arrest you or nothing like that. But it's almost like super neighborhood watch. At least that's what it seemed like okay. to me. Or he could have just been totally full of shit. But this was what was on his car. It was something something of that that indicated that he was a retired cop. And uh but anyway, I'm smoking a cigarette in my driveway. And he was like, uh, hey, you you live around here? I'm like, same thing. Hey man, I'm out of my motherfucking business. You know what I'm saying? I'm out of my business real heavy. People don't like it when you tell them that. Mind your business. It don't got it it, it what I'm doing don't have nothing to fucking do with you. I'm not committing a crime. I ain't hurt nobody. I'm not trespassing. I'm minding my business, listening to my music, smoking my cigarette. You know, we need to, we need to teach people how to mind their business. What do you think he was doing? Why was he asking that question? Just saw a black guy sitting on the, well, on the I, ground. Well, and... because he because he didn't know me. He lived around there. I, I'd actually at that point I'd actually been living there for quite some time, like at least okay. over a year and a half, maybe two years at that point. But he probably had just never seen me before. And he'd been living around here for decades. But see, and 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 a lot of people don't realize like that's rooted in racism because, because you don't have a fucking right to question me. It doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if if it doesn't matter what you think about me. It doesn't matter if you think I'm a complete stranger. Like you don't get to stop me and interrogate me about shit. Like you don't have any more power than I do over where the, where the fuck we at. This is you know what I'm saying. You well, here's here's where here's where you're wrong, Brian. In some places they do. 
What do you mean? Because, well, in re- post-Reconstruction and during Jim Crow era, that's when they passed a whole bunch of legislation criminalizing um, loitering. Uh, oh, and, yeah, 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 that racist shit. Yeah. And those laws are still in the books in a lot of places. Okay, yeah, but but... You, but that's 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 what your property. You don't get to, you like you, me and you as a like yeah. The police can stop you, but me and you just being citizens is like you think you're more of a citizen than me because you think you have the right to stop me and go who are you, and like and like yeah. I'm obligated. Like no, you don't like because that would be just as crazy as if I stopped you. I ain't never seen you before neither, right? But that would be just as crazy if I stopped you and went hey, what you doing around here? You'd be like what I live here. It, like if I if I did that to you, it would be preposterous. If if I had stopped that old man and be like, "Hey, man, I've never seen you before," he'd have been, he'd have looked at me like I was crazy. So I'm like, you know, every time I see an incident like that where people are like, "Um, you don't look familiar," the, yo, this happened to me in my when I moved into my last apartment place in uh in L. A. God, these people were so fucking racist, bro. Um, and this dude. So it's it's the day we're moving in, and um, and I'd left the I'd left the clicker in the apartment. Like we were we we were we would we had driven over our last load of stuff, and we were just coming mm-hmm. back over in 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 the car to pick up the U-Haul or drop off the little bit of like handheld shit. Or we no no we had just come back from dropping off the U-Haul, and we come back to the place. But I had left the clicker in the apartment, <clears throat> and so. But we, but right when we turned the corner to pull into the parking garage, somebody was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, serendipity! I don't have to get up and go all the way upstairs, and you know." And this dude pulled. He, we're waiting. We're waiting. We're turning left, and we're waiting for him to pull out so we can go in. And and he stops and waits for the gate to close. And we and we were sitting there like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "I just moved in." And he would he wouldn't let us by. He literally would like we couldn't wow. we couldn't pull into the garage at all. So I'm like I'm like okay, well you can get the fuck out of the way, right? Yeah. Well, what are you doing? He's like, well, we've had a lot of break ins and stuff like that. Ain't got shit to do with me. You know what I'm saying? With the break ins, right, right. with the break ins in the daytime, and a motherfucker that's going to drive into the okay. If I'm a break if I don't if I'm a break in and drive into this parking garage that you you can't open without the opener. Why would I break in right. and drive in here in a car that and like like his 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 shit was just so fucked up and he he would not let us by until I, I had to go all the way upstairs and open and open up the garage with my clicker. You know? And and here's the other thing. He didn't apologize or nothing. Right, exactly. I was just gonna ask, did he no. did he what was his reaction when you came back down? Um he just pulled off. He just pulled off, and you know, and you know what's so funny? Never said a word to me after that day. Like I did something wrong to him. Right. Yeah, yeah. This was an Armenian guy. Okay. Yeah. Real, real rude. And here's the other thing too: these motherfuckers. Listen, even during a fire drill, like not a drill, so the building was on fire. An apartment had caught on fire, and we all we all outside because his whole family was rude. All of them, his wife, his kids, mm. they was all rude. And it was, it was a fire drill, and everyone's outside. One of the water is pouring out of one of the apartments because they had a, this building had a beast mode fire response thing, you know, 
Okay. And water was just pouring off under the balconies. And everyone's outside because you can smell the smoke. You can, you know. <coughs> and you think that would that's that's a moment with like neighbors bond. You good? You good? You need anything? Everybody good? Right. Not this family. They act like we weren't even standing right there. Yeah. I don't know how I, why did I start telling that story? I gotta stop getting high before I do this. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, the the I live in Glendale. And there's a very large, I think it might be like the largest Armenian population in the country. Where? Uh, Glendale. Really? Yeah. Um, and I had a very interesting interaction. Now, my my next door neighbor is Armenian and she's awesome. She's like, she's the best. But I remember the first week that I was, that I had moved to Glendale, I was walking the dog. And um, as I'm walking down the sidewalk, I hear like people arguing. Right. And I look look in the street and there's like this guy in a in a in a Jeep and then somebody else in like a like an escalator or something. The guy in the Jeep is like this old white guy. And it was like one of those like military Jeeps, right? That looks like it's been restored or whatever. Cool car. Uh and then the guy in the escalator is like yelling at him. And I'm just like standing there, have these dogs on the leash. Dogs taking a shit, waiting for him to finish. And if they get finished with whatever argument they're having and the white guy pulls off, right? I have no idea what they were just arguing about. I'm minding my own business. Uh, the Armenian guy goes to pull off, goes to pull out, stops, kicks it in reverse, backs up so he's like parallel with me, and he's yelling at me from like across the passenger side through the open window at me on the on the sidewalk. I'm wearing pajamas, by the way, because it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm walking the dogs. And he's like, you got a problem? And I go, no. <laughs> he goes, you look like you have a problem. I go, I don't. And he goes, you white shit. And then he drives <laughs> off. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Not even a good, like it took him like 30 seconds to come up with that insult too. white shit. I'm like, okay. Also, you're Armenian. Half, half of the people think you're white. Like what the fuck? Yeah, they can slide sometimes. So what? So what, what? What? Did you ever see that guy after that? Never saw that guy again. I saw the guy in the jeep again. Oh wow! But I mean, maybe that's just because I noticed the jeep. Was you ready for that smoke though? If it went, to, if it went left. Uh no, I think in that I think in that case I would have uh, I would have run because I had my dogs with me. I'm not gonna get in a fight with my my dogs around because I, I don't i don't have big dogs so it's like oh yeah there could be a little friendly fire there could be some collateral damage to a shih tzu you know so i feel like i wouldn't get anything but a big dog for that reason well i never got those dogs those are my wife's dogs oh see yeah because I I I, you ever see somebody <laughs> you ever see somebody get in a situation where like they have to protect the dog yeah, where, where, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where like something's trying to eat the dog, and they're and they're and they gotta pick up the dog and like fight off something. It's like, fuck that, fuck yeah, that. No. Or or I, <laughs> people, <laughs> somebody in my neighborhood when I lived over there, what the fuck? They, when I lived on Franklin in L.A. <laughs> okay, over there by the UCB, uh-huh. um, <laughs> a dude posted in the neighborhood. Facebook group, what a bunch of shitty people all over my neighborhood. But but uh, they posted that neighborhood the, sucks. Nah, I mean I, I I liked living around there, but it was just I didn't like you 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 can't be in 
I will never join one of them neighbor apps or groups or any of that ever again mm, because mm-hmm. it ru- it ruins your perception of 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 your neighborhood because you realize you know all the pieces of shit are on there you know right yeah or like or like the next door app or any of that shit because it's it's because it's a bizarre thing because you're you know you're on Facebook or on on the neighbors app or something like that and you're hearing the internet thoughts of people that you walk by every day and you don't know who is who. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you're seeing like you're seeing the worst side of people that are around you and you don't know none of them. Cuz no not you know cuz no no one everyone's their worst self on the internet when they can get away with it. Is it better to lurk though on those sorts of apps, or at least like you know, or is that just oh, too yeah. much anxiety to I enter mean, into your life? Nah, you can lurk all you want, but listen, me, and, me in this in this regard, me and you and I, we're, we're cut from the same cloth. Eventually, you're gonna come across an opinion that's that's so offensive to you <laughs> that it's gonna suck you in. You know, because I'm gonna tell you what, what got it, what got me into it with my neighbors. And here's the thing: they know who I am, because like even though they can't, right. even though my profile is private, like they can't go to my profile from the group or whatever. But the, I'm the only black person in the group, I'm, and I'm I'm probably the only right. black person that, that they see walking up the street. You know what I'm saying? Right. right so right. so it's like, you know, the, the thing that the thing that got to me was that, <clears throat> you know, people would complain about the homeless people in the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And they would talk about them like they were, like they didn't matter. And 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 they didn't know, like I had just got out of the homeless shelter and moved into this house that I was living in. Yeah. You know, and so it's like these people, and, and anyway, so a guy, this, this brings the story full circle. A dude around there was in the group one day and talked about how um, he, he got robbed and you know he 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 couldn't do anything because his dog was like little like he he got robbed and somebody stole the dog and the dog didn't attack the guy and he walked off with money and the guy's dog you know and i was like oh man that's sad everybody had all this empathy blah 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 and he was like these fucking homeless people you know it was like and the guy he didn't i was like how you know that guy ain't have a home you know it was like blah, blah 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 okay boom no problem so then like a few weeks later Somebody was complaining about uh, they were walking their dog, and and the dog got attacked by coyotes, and they had to pick up their own dog and like protect the dog, right from uh, from these coyotes. And the other people chimed in, "Yeah, coyotes stole my cat, yo." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, man, you gonna have to walk with a pistol or a knife or or something <laughs> to fight off a coyote." And and apparently, I didn't know this, but there was like a very staunch coyote advocate in this group. Oh, and most of the people agree with them. Like they talk, like basically they gave the coyotes more compassion than the homeless guy. You know, right? And 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 I pointed this out, and you know, anyway, it led to a long, drawn out, days long, you know, back and forth, and what I just left the group or I silenced it or whatever the fuck. So it's like I don't something similar to that happened with my mom when my my mother <laughs> one time we were walking through. New York when I was living in New York she came to visit and we were walking around the streets and there was this homeless guy who had I mean and he might have been just like a crust punk or whatever you can't really tell in New York 
but he had a pit bull with him, cute dog with like a little neckerchief and everything. And my mom was like, oh, that is so sad. I was like, what? She's like, the that, that dog is just... That dog is just out here on the street. I'm like, how many homeless people did we just pass? <laughs> how many homeless human beings did you just walk past? And the thing that triggered your empathy was the dog, which, by the way, the dog is being taken care of. The dog has an owner. The owner just doesn't have a home. Right. Right. Yeah. Because people are trifling. I, I don't. I don't know what the solution is. This is why I'm. This is why I'm a cynic. Um. But I fucking drive. Yeah. I forgot about this story. Um, Ford, Ford targets quiet quitters with new policy that could see underachievers lose their severance. So did you did you read it? Yeah, I did. So I did. basically, there there's this new phenomenon: quiet quitting, which is just another bullshit term made up for something people been doing. Mm-hmm. But basically, quiet quitting is like not actually quitting your job. But tamping down your production to, like, instead of going above and beyond, you just do exactly what's expected. You know, you don't do any more than what's required. And, I mean, now the kids are calling it quiet quitting. Um, I've been doing this for decades. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> from, from, from day one, I've been a quiet quitter, I suppose, because I never did more than a motherfucker was compensating me for. You know? Like... So it's also called act your wage. Yeah, once I realized, like, oh, you were you you doing too much for these motherfuckers. I had to cut back. You know, I'm, my goal was never to be the overachiever. I was never. I don't think I've ever done that. You know. In in uh, in China, they have a version of quiet quitting that it was called lie flat, I believe. Uh, which was basically basically the same thing as quiet quitting. It's exactly what it sounds like. Just basically like just stop. And now they have the heightened version of that is called "Let It Rot," which is, which is, they they basically don't even they come in and they don't do anything. Oh wow! Uh, because well, like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, Ford is trying to combat this. God man, this is what happens when out of touch rich people make these kind of decisions, right? He right. Their solution to this is. If your man, if your manager deems you one of these people, one of these underperformers, um, then they will offer you either you could leave now and take a reduced severance package, or you can go through an intense, I think it's three to six week uh, evaluation period where you got to give regular, we get regular goals set by your manager and have to report them and blah blah. blah. And if you don't excel at that, like if you fail that. Then you still get fired, but no severance package. So you got to gamble. So you got to gamble that you're going to improve or go, or you can go right now. And I'm, I think this is a severe miscalculation on your part, uh, Mister Person that runs for it, because the type of motherfucker. Listen, look, all I can do is speak about me, but this these people seem like my 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 people. This is my tribe, and a motherfucker like me, if I'm already at the point, because don't get me wrong. I misspoke, I or I wasn't clear earlier. I have busted my ass at jobs before, at, or at tasks before, or you know. But the moment that I felt like it wasn't worth it, or it wasn't reciprocated, or I wasn't being looked after, fuck that job. You know, right? That's how I felt. 
So if and, and all I know is if motherfucker like me is if I'm already at the point where I'm quiet quitting, you offering money to leave, I, I'm leaving. This is going to totally backfire. What's going to happen is your 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 best performing employees are going to do a little game theory and realize that taking that severance and finding another job is more profitable for them. Even if they found another job that paid them the same amount of money and they could start the day they quit, they would make uh, extra money this year. Right. That's what I would do. The other thing that you need to highlight about it is that what expectation do I have that my manager who is in charge of giving me the grade after this four to six week program is going to do so accurately. Right. Especially if they're the ones that put me in the program. That mean, they already want me gone anyway. Right. Also, what if the problem, and I know this is crazy, what if it's <laughs> bad management? Because I, no, I, that's never happened. I've read another article recently where um, uh, uh, it was saying that uh, that production is way down. Since people start, since since companies started demanding people come back to the office, that pr- production went up over the pandemic when people were away, and right. now they're demanding people back in the office. It's dropped severely, and I in that article, this, I read this article yesterday. That article predicted this. I, I need to find it. I need to send it to you so we can put it in the notes. I can't. Um, but but. But it predicted that some companies would respond this way and in, in, in incorrectly. That's not the, that's mm. not the right response. You need to find because if somebody is more productive at home, because now because they, now they're doing like tracking software and shit like that mm-hmm. to make sure you at your keyboard or make sure you doing stuff and all of this. And it's like, hey man, all that should matter is the results that's coming out that work. Am I hitting my deadlines? Blah, 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 Because maybe at home, I can knock it out in an hour and a half. Maybe at work, it's going to take me five hours because I got lunch and I got to drive there and I'm tired and and I'm waiting f- and, and, and I have to put up the appearance of being busy even if I – because like, that's the thing. How many times have you worked for somebody that was like, you have to look busy? Right. Even if – so, you know, even if I wrote an algorithm that make my work take 10 minutes – and you know, and you gave me eight hours worth of work, and I knocked it out in an hour. I still gotta look busy for seven hours. If I'm working at home, and you say I need this, this, and this done by Friday, and I knock it all out on Monday, what the fuck you care? What the fuck I'm doing? Right. Yeah. Why can't? It's like they. It's like some people don't. They don't feel powerful unless they can see you suffering in person. That happened at uh, the first real job that I had. I worked at a comic book shop in New York, uh, a well-known one, I'll say, with a very well-known shitty boss at it. Mm. So people who are like New York locals in the comic scene will know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, the comic book scene. Comic books, yeah, comics, comics creators and stuff. Because okay. also he, the owner, made a lot of enemies. Let's just say with like people who would come and do signings and stuff like that. He was just a, he's a piece of shit tyrant. Um, Is this Stan Lee? No, everyone. Loves no, him. no, 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 no. It's not like a person who's famous outside of like the comic scene or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, and you got a job here? I got a job there. I was I was going to school at NYU and it was like down the street from uh where I was living. So. 
and I, and I was spending a lot of money on comic books, so uh, it worked out in that sense. But he was one of those bosses where if you were, you know, you had you had certain tasks you had every day, um, and if you finished them early, all the other employees would be like, "Hey, man, don't let don't let Mitch see you holding up a wall." Or sitting down, you had to like pretend to be busy when the boss was in was in there, and and this may surprise you, but uh, the turnover rate at that comic book shop was absolutely insane because not only are you creating like a negative work environment for the people that work there, but also when you're focused on looking busy, you're not actually doing the shit that needs to be done. Right. Right. Yep. I used to hear that all the time. If you can lean, you can clean. If you can lean, you can clean. <sighs> yeah, it's like, yeah, man. That's why everybody's that's why everybody's stealing first editions off the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't nobody oh, that's man, why I don't I nobody sold. nobody cares about your business because you don't you don't care about them. I stole so much shit from that place. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, not really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, really. I never would. <laughs> no, I never. I would never do that. I would never do that. But I'm just saying that you know, if I were the type of person who might, you know, steal from a comic shop that he worked at, then that relationship between the owner and the employees would be exactly the thing that would push me over the edge to do it. Yeah, man. Or just, or just throw a couple of uh, throw a whole ham, and some, <laughs> and some and some fish deep in the deep in the back of a vent. Yeah. yeah, behind the boiler. So the whole store just felt like smelled like a dead body for six months. <laughs> yeah, just put all kind of funky shit deep in the vents, and it'll cost. It's gonna cost like thousands of dollars to fucking get it clean. Yeah, I'm I'm that kind of spiteful, Not, and I've never done that. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, these are just right. things in my head, you know. But I, yeah. Yeah, man. That's why. See, we're come, come up and feels good. We haven't talked about this on the pod in a while, but people getting their comeuppance, thats my shit. And listen, guys, revenge is not the best thing. Honestly, be, like working on yourself and healing and forgiving them and forgiving you, and and making working to make yourself whole again or as close to whole as possible. That's the shit. That's that's the number one outcome. But if you can't get that, which in this world of injustice, you often can't, a little revenge goes a long way. You'll at least right. feel a little good. You know? It's a very valuable consolation prize. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a drug. It's a drug. It's yeah, it's like yeah, I like that. It's a consolation prize. Oh man, but but you know what though? But a well because listen, a well a well planned revenge. That's a little more than a consolation prize. There's no, there's no better feeling than a plan coming together. It's a reason why that's a cliche line in movies, you know. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. it when a plan comes together. Maybe that's just one movie, but it's a famous that's line. The, I believe that's uh, Hannibal from the A Team. Yeah, but it's it it is it's a good feeling when a plan comes together, and when you get that plan coming together along with revenge. Man, that must—that's the sweetest feeling in the world. Again, I'm talking about Monty, Monty Cristo, Count of Monte Cristo type of shit. 
you know, kind of Monte Cristo type shit. That kind of revenge. You know? What the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I might, because sometimes, you know, these headlines, they're there for shock value, for clickbait. But then at the same time, I know that if this was clickbait, Rob would have not put it in here. So uh, let's see here. Space ads could earn $2 million <laughs> a day, says Russian researchers. What does that fucking mean? Ads on the moon? No, uh, they're basically like drones and satellites that, like low Earth, uh, low orbit satellites that light up, and so um, they would like hover up in the sky, and so they're basically like super billboards. But I mean, it would it would basically ruin the skyline <laughs> as far as anybody as you know as far as the eye can see. Yeah, and because you just have a stupid fucking you know. <laughs> McDonald's M yeah, up imagine in the sky. Just a, just a Pepsi logo that's just up in the yeah. sky. <laughs> just all day. Just on the sky. You can't avoid it. Not a sunset. They were like, this sunset brought to you by Pepsi. Yep. So what that's so crazy. this is a that's crazy. this is a company this is a company that, that uh is based out of Russia, I think. And they've developed this technology that they're basically like these low orbit satellites that reflect the light of the sun and they function a lot like giant pixels or like giant TV screens for um, uh, up in the sky. No, there's no way anyone's going to allow this. There's no way we're going to allow this. Not while we're not while we're alive. Space ads. Bro, don't nobody likes ads. Nobody's a fan of ads. You yet they're everywhere. I mean, bro, it's going because how many, you know, wouldn't a bunch of countries have to agree that this was okay? Uh, you'd think, but I mean, they already have they already have low Earth orbit satellites that are or drones that are used for. Um, I guess those aren't low Earth orbit. That's just there are there are coordinated drones. That fly like all lit up to form different symbols and things like that. People use that array. They've already done that for the Olympics, I believe. So obviously there need to be some sort of international cooperation. But you know what? I take that back. There's not really a lot of international cooperation for things like Starlink or whatever. Like we just fucking do it and nobody can stop us. Yeah, but again. You know, that's one of those things that where the idea, Starling is one of those things where, you know, the idea, if you really think about it, yeah, maybe he should have to clear that with people, but it doesn't really affect people's day to day life. But this here, like waking up and like, because this is basically forcing an ad on you for this. This is putting in an ad. With, like if you, if your life is a YouTube video, this is an ad that have to play before the video. There's <laughs> no premium. When you want to go outside, you got to see that motherfucking logo. It's good. You got to see the Doritos Cheeto in the sky. Well, see, that's when Google sends you sells you like the new Google Glass that can paint it out digitally. Oh yeah, yeah. that's how they get you on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not with this. I'm not with this at all. This bothers me more than a lot of stuff we read on here. It's also it's it's going to contribute to light pollution. Uh, and low Earth orbit space junk. 
which is already oh, significantly inhibiting researchers. Yeah, it's like it's like, what are we doing, man? Listen, the world is falling apart. All all we got left is the views, the water poison, <laughs> the air poison, the food poison, the oceans poison, the cops are melting, but these sunsets, they kicking ass. They still kicking that. They've been going strong for 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 billions of years. Yeah, yeah, or whatever, thousands of years if you if you're a Christian. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really having a hard time with this. You know, so, some people have a hard time with me not being religious, and I don't know what that's about. You know, they have a hard time with you not being religious. <laughs> yeah, like just people that are close to me, or you know. That you know that either thought I was religious or knew me when I was. It's like it's hard, mm. it's hard for them to let that shit go. But but look, here, but look, you know, just listen. Without even getting into any theological argument, Christianity they need to make some a more competitive offer. They want ten. <laughs> they want ten percent of your money, and, and you and you get you get you just you still just get base heaven. The Muslims want five percent, and you get virgins with your heaven. The Mormons, they you get a be you get a whole planet from the Mormons. That's true. Yeah, Christianity been charging ten percent this whole time, but you know they they need to be more competitive out here. Cath- Athe- atheism is free, have, uh, but you don't get nothing. Catholics used to have uh, indulgences, which is sort of like a fast pass for heaven. Uh, oh yeah, where you could pay for your sins, you could pay your sins yeah. away. That's yeah. a good scam. <laughs> Bribes. They just they call them indulgences. Yeah, and then indulgences. And didn't they have something to do with the um, the Martin Luther uprising or or what they call it, the Reformation? The Reformation would have been Martha. I, I don't know what the. Oh wait, I I, I do I, know that it was one of the things that incited Martin Luther to uh to to break from the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah. So what we're talking about is the 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 the, the Reformation is when basically when Protestantism became a thing, right? Yeah, I may be wrong about this. Yeah, it's 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 um it's the the story is basically that uh, Martin Luther saw the hypocrisy and self dealing of the Catholic Church. And decided that that was too much for him. I think that's a little bit of a, um, a a mythological hero story that people have about Martin Luther. I think that there were probably some geopolitical reasons in Germany at the time for why uh, the nobles and the royals might want to uh, weaken the influence of the Catholic Church, and that might have helped uh, usher in the Reformation. But that is definitely what the Reformation is. Okay. We learned a lot. All right, guys, that's been the episode. Thanks for tuning in one more time. Again, tell somebody about the podcast if you really enjoy it. Um, you can download this on YouTube. Uh, or, I mean, you can watch this on YouTube or any of the other places. Hey, by the way, I'm going to be in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, or Gary, North Carolina, um, on the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of December. And I'm going to be in... I'm going to be in Davenport, Iowa uh, on 
the 10th of December. So come through. Get your tickets at uh, BrianSimpsonComedy.com. Follow me on social media at BS Comedian. Thanks for tuning in.